according to your word. Then the angel departed from her. Thou art worthy to receive glory and honor and power. For thou hast created all things, and for thy pleasure they are and were created. Glory to God in the highest. Glory to God in the highest. Join with me in praise. Glory to God. Glory to God. It seems the language of praise is foreign to many of you. How sad it is that you have been so blessed that you should be strangers to praise. And so I, Gabriel, am sent to remind you, to remind you of why these rafters should sing with praise, of why your heart should overflow with glory to God. Do you ever pray and expect God to answer? He does answer prayer, you know. Sometimes I bring the answer. I remember the prayers of Zacharias and Elizabeth. Such godly people they were. They prayed and praised faithfully. And they served the Lord. They prayed for a child. And when they had none, the hypocrites assumed that they were under the curse of God. How often had Elizabeth felt the scorn of other women? who believed they were more favoured than her. How Zacharias mourned that no child would bear his name. Until finally, after many years, their prayers for a child ceased. Many years passed. Zacharias still prayed about many things, and one day he burned incense in the temple. I appeared before him. Zacharias, the look of his face, am I so fearful to behold? Fear not, thy prayer is heard. I suppose he answered or questioned, what prayer was that? Is it the prayer for my next door neighbor, Ezra's healing? Perhaps a prayer of forgiveness? My wife, Elizabeth shall bear a son, and you shall name him John. You will have great joy and gladness, and many shall rejoice at his birth, for he will be great in the sight of the Lord, and shall drink neither wine nor strong drink. And he shall be filled with the Holy Spirit, even from his mother's womb. And many of the children of Israel shall turn to the Lord, and he should go before them in power, in spirit of Elias. He should speak to the disobedient. He shall make people ready, preparing them for the Lord. Zacharias was astounded. He'd given up the hope of a child for a long time. He couldn't believe it. When man has given up hope, God can work his best. God's hand would not be missed in this birth. Every birth is a miracle from God. But the birth of John would clearly be seen as God's handiwork. 
so further to affirm God's plan. Zacharias would be unable to speak until the day his child was born. How marvelous are the ways of God. How wondrous are his matchless works. My next mission was the entire more wondrous. How honored to be entrusted with so sacred a task. So to Nazareth I went to a young woman named Mary who was exalted of the Lord. Indeed, she was given a most holy task to bear the Christ child, to be his mother. Fear not, Mary, for thou hast found favor with God. Behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb and bring forth a son and shall call him Jesus. She was confused. How could a virgin bear a child? In the same way, her cousin, Elizabeth, while stricken in years, could conceive. With God, nothing is impossible. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and shall call him Emmanuel, God with us. And Mary said, Be it according to thy word. I understood why God chose Mary. What miracles might happen if all the people of God were so surrendered to the Heavenly Father's will? But the complications. Perhaps Mary did not consider the complications. With child and not married, with child and not supported by Joseph, how tongues would wag, gossips, how much pain you inflict, how Mary would be cruelly judged, but above all, how would Joseph respond? Let tongues wag if Joseph will believe her, stand by and protect her. But Joseph, he didn't understand. He did not respond with anger, but with deep hurt, pain and confusion. Joseph would not have Mary be put to shame. He loved her too much, but he could not take her as his wife. So I came to him in a dream. Joseph, fear not to take Mary as thy wife. The child conceived in her womb is of the Holy Spirit, and she shall bring forth a son, and you will call him Jesus for he shall save the people from their sins. Together, they would obey the Lord. Together, they would endure the taunts and jeers, the whispers, and together, they would know the joy. Oh, such joy. The months passed so slowly and quickly. For you see, I was given the task of the birth announcement. How many of you share my joy? Remember the birth of your children, the announcements, the long-distance telephone calls? There is such a joy when a child is born. Would I be the first to go to Nazareth and silence the slander of the town gossips, to silence their tongues? Or perhaps to inform Mary's mother and father, grandparents for the first time, to turn their shame to joy? 
No, I was to go to the lowly shepherds on a Bethlehem hillside. There in the still dark night, I came to them. How frightened they were. Fear not, for behold, I bring you tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Saviour, who is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign to you. You shall find the baby wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And the angel choir burst forth with praise. Glory to God in the highest, and on the earth peace, goodwill to all men. Shepherds, first announced to the shepherds, why? Perhaps because the shepherds had time to listen. Perhaps because of their reaction to praise. They hurried to see what we told them was true. They glorified and praised God. Or perhaps shepherds were of all men most appropriate. For in that Bethlehem stable was born the Lamb of God who would be sacrificed for you and for me. Worthy is the Lamb who was slain to receive power and wealth and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and praise. And so this Advent, we have heard about John the Baptist, where he felt unworthy to untie the sandals on Jesus' feet, let alone baptize him. We have heard the prophecy of Isaiah, spoken hundreds of years before the birth of Jesus. We have heard the announcement Gabriel gave to Zechariah, Mary, and then Joseph. And next week, Mike will share about the heralding of Mary, Jesus' mother. They have all done their part in Jesus' story. And now the mantle falls at our feet. We who know Jesus as Lord and Savior have the task of continuing his story to those who want to hear and especially those who do not want to hear. We cannot excuse our task because of ignorance like the Gentiles that we've seen in the book of Romans recently. And we cannot excuse ourselves because of not knowing the law. We have our Bibles that contain the law of the past and the new law of God's grace and mercy. So I have a challenge for you at ABC. And I mean those who regularly worship here. If you say you are a committed Christian, if you feel ABC is your spiritual home and want to see Jesus lifted high and known to others, if you really want others to find him as their Lord and Savior, then change. You might feel that your service here at ABC is okay. I want you to think again. I'm not going to list the things that go on through the week, the things seen and unseen. And I'm not going to bully up those who stand up for what goes on here and what they do. 
These things are what we should all do voluntarily. I don't want to be thanked for putting out the bins or replacing broken parts, buying communion bread and wine just before the Sunday service, being at our food recipients beck and call. Something, after seven years now, we are operating two days a week. And I, yes, I know that we currently have issues, as these people cannot always make it on the set times. But we are striving for that. It takes time and commitment. I want you to stand up and follow Jesus and serve him more at ABC. I want to see commitment. Not when it just suits you, but when it doesn't suit you. People tell me that God is going to do great things here. He's going to build this church numerically and spiritually. He's going to bless our community. He's going to. That sounds great. But we have to do our own part. It's not just me. It's all of us. You see, God wants people who have his heart who, like Jesus, want others to follow and serve him. He wants people to stand up and speak the truth, but also show his love, his forgiveness. He wants us to repent as he does others. The question is, will we? I wrote that last bit early this morning. And I've taken out some of what I had written because it was so severe. But I do want to challenge us at ABC this morning. Think of your commitment to Christ. Think of your commitment to this church. And may 2023 be a year of blessing. We seek to serve him.